Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Rich Corey Yanks podcast. This is episode 15 of season number two. Um, I toyed with the idea of doing this uh, show. I've been doing it on Mondays, dropping it on Mondays. Uh, some people get it Monday night, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, blah, blah, blah. Just because the Yanks have been off uh, the last couple Mondays. I'm doing it today. Just I know it's random. We played one game against the Rays. I would like to do it in between series or at the beginning of the series, but... Uh, I just had to get this one out today, and I don't usually speak before we actually start the show or give you anything before we start the show, but I had to lead with this um, <clears throat> this dumpster fire that is the New York Yankees of a week. Look, we've had four straight weeks of good winning baseball, and I think it's pretty clear why we've been winning before this past week, and that was pitching, starting pitching. Starting pitching was enough to get us wins. Um has not been the case as the Yankees go into Detroit and get embarrassed, completely embarrassed by the Tigers, and then get embarrassed in the first game against the Rays series. You know, everyone's talking about this week. This week is the litmus test. Uh, at the end of this week, we'll see four weeks against, four games against the Rays, three games against the Red Sox. Uh, we'll see where the Yankees are at at the end of this week. Yeah, yeah, we sure will because they could be out of it. Drop four and a half games in the standings in a week. This time last week, we were half a game out. Essentially tied for first place. We're in third place today. And by games, not by a half a game. Five games out in a week. Unacceptable. When is this team going to hit? Are you kidding me? I, I, I'm, I'm on StatCast. I'm going through the stats. and uh, I, I Just go over some of the, the, the starters. And, and you can say batting average doesn't count, but you got guys that have, you know, over 100 at-bats. You know, Aaron Judge got 210 at-bats. He's the only one hitting. He's 300 on the nose. The only Yankee besides Estevan Florio, and we can get into that later, why he's still not up here. Batting 333 was, you know, one hit for three at-bats. Uh, Mike Ford, 140. Andujar, 240. Stanton, 259. Higgy, 194. Hicks, gone for the year. He was 194. Urshela, 257. Gardner, 193. Frazier, 182. DJ LeMahieu, 262. And before I read, you know what? Let me finish the rest of these. Odor, 192. Voight, 182. Tyler Way, 250. Sanchez, 202. Torres, 259. This is the New York Yankees. We're in June. We're in June. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys under 200. Seven under 200. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys 250 or under. It's the New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, right? This is, I've never seen anything like this. These guys just don't know how to hit anymore. Unbelievably poor performance again and again and again. It is so difficult to watch these games. These pitchers go out there and the pitchers, thank God for the starting pitchers. We'd be 12 games out right now. 
These guys can't score more than two runs to save their life. You have a lineup with Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Luke Voigt when he's healthy. We'll get into that. You know, Aaron Hicks when he's healthy. We'll get into that. This guy, Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, we can't score two runs. We should be scoring two runs when we get out of bed in the morning. Yankee fans panic. I'm sorry. And DJ LeMayu, I said I would go back to this. Guys, DJ LeMayu is having an awful year. An awful year. Yeah, he's batting 262. He is, he is abysmal with runners in scoring position. Abysmal. And this is what he does. This is this is the one thing he's great at. Abysmal. I love him. He's got the most plate appearances of any Yankee. He's going out there every day. 233 plate appearances. He struck out 39 times. Frazier struck out 42 times. Urshela 42 times. Judge 54 times. Torres 35 times. I... I it, Good God, man. Where are the home runs? Aaron Judge has got 13 home runs. Stanton's got nine. And then nothing. Sanchez has got six, five. Four. It, it, it's, is, that, is that what this team is? This team's supposedly going to be the home run hitters, right? We're going to get guys on base. We're going to work the count. And we're going to hit home runs. It doesn't work unless you hit the home runs, guys. It's awful. Anyway, there's a lot more to discuss. Uh, I want to get into the actual main part of the show. I just on the top here had to vent a little bit, guys. It's it's just it's 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 absolutely awful. Absolutely, what a pitiful, pitiful performance. And thank God for the starting pitching, or we'd be we'd be we'd be 12 games out right now. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to give you some audio clips here from the week. Um, the little bit of good from Aaron Judge, which has really been the only bright spot for the Yankees. You can hear a little bit about, um, you know, Debbie Garcia talking about his outing in Detroit. Uh, Aaron Boot gives us an update on Corey Kluber, which, you know, we'll get into that as well. Um, you know, and we'll hear from uh, Giancarlo Stanton on his return to the lineup. So welcome to the show, folks.
For more on this game and the lack of offense, let's get it back to the booth. Michael Kane, John Flaherty. Well, thanks a lot, Bob. It's the same old story. It's getting old for the Yankees and for their fans as well. They just can't score. So one run today. It's been 12 games of offensive ineptitude, John, and it's hard to win that way. Really is, Michael, and we talked about it during the game. You do feel some stress as a hitter. You feel some pressure when you get some limited opportunities, and that's really the story. The opportunities that the Yankees are getting in these games are far and few between. So when you do get a chance, like the fifth inning with LeMayu hits a ball hard right at the third baseman, it turns into a double play, and you have that feeling as a lineup, as an offense, here we go again. Uh, it's tough sledding right now for the Yankees offensively. You know, one of the narratives that's a little bit tough to take is, well, well, why are they why are they running out this lineup? Why don't they change it up? And John, there there aren't a lot of options right now. No one is really hitting. We mentioned during the game, Aaron Judge is hitting, but uh, you can move things around. But you're not taking anybody off the bench that's a 400 hitter. No, and Aaron Boone has said this. These are the guys that I believe in. You have Giancarlo Stanton working his way back from an injury. He hasn't looked great. Gio Urshela. Now all of a sudden he's struggling a little bit. Lemayu hasn't been himself. They kind of show you flashes that they're going to get back on top of their game, but it, it kind of slips away from them. And Duhar swinging the bat better. Gary Sanchez lately swinging the bat better. He got a pinch hit walk today. So you're trying to look for positives, but to your point, this is going to be the guys that you're going to run out there day in and day out. It does have to start hitting better. Yeah, unless there's a seismic change or some sort of trade, and those are hard to make as we go into June 1st, this is the this is the lineup that has to straighten itself out. And, you know, you, you talk about little incremental things that you can hang your hat on. Stanton did not look that bad in that at bat against Fairbanks. He's a tough right-hander, and he took some tough pitches. He fouled some off, ended up striking out. But that's the best he's looked, I thought, since he came off the I.L. Yeah, Paul O'Neill always talks about those at bats that lead into your next day. And it looked like he set his sights out over the plate, fouled him some tough pitches off, and then there was a tough 3-2 slider right on the corner. So you're looking for any sort of positives. Again, I'm going to look towards Andujar, who deserves to have more at-bats consistently. Gary Sanchez swinging the bat better lately. So Yankees are looking for anything positive. They just got to find a way to get a big hit to break through against a Tampa Bay Ray team that comes in here with a lot of confidence that they're going to win games. Yeah, Tampa Bay's getting the big hit, also getting the pitching. And the Yankees got the pitching today as well. You know, Tyone wasn't perfect, but you give up five runs in, in, in five innings and then the bullpen does the job. Uh, that's not a bad performance. And usually you win games when your pitching gives up just three runs. Three runs. I thought Tyone did a good job with his pitch sequences today. I mean, the breaking ball slider, he mixed in some two-seamers, which is kind of a new addition for him this year. But you're right, the bullpen did their job, especially Litke, to give the Yankees a couple of innings in the middle of that game to stabilize the lineup for the Rays and give the Yankees an opportunity to get back in it. They just couldn't do it. Now, I always ask this question to uh, all of the guys I work with, and I'm going to ask you, John, as well. They're struggling right now. They've lost four in a row, 12 games where they haven't really hit. Is this a tip over the food table sort of deal, or can something like that work? I mean, how do you snap out of something like this? Sure, I, I thought maybe yesterday's game in Detroit was one of those games where it was sloppy, you didn't hit well again, you made some errors defensively, a base running mistake. That, that might have been the turning point, and we talked about a sense of urgency in this game against an American League East rival who's leading the division. We just didn't see it today, so uh, it's got to be a regroup tonight, come back tomorrow night against a very tough right-hander in glass now, pitching for the Rays. That's not going to make Make it any easier and finally the Yankees will send Domingo Herman out to the mound and uh, 
A lot of pressure on him. Again, uh, a pitcher goes out there, John, and, and knows if he gives up one or two runs, it could be trouble. That's a tough way to pitch. Absolutely. We were talking about big spots in this game in about the third inning that you couldn't give up a big inning because of the way your lineup is struggling. Herman's going to feel that tomorrow night. I mean, there's going to be points in the ball game early that one or two pitches might determine the outcome because you just feel like the way the Yankees are swinging it against a tough right-hander uh, doesn't look good on paper, but uh, thank goodness they don't play the games on paper. All right, very important week, Bob. The uh, Yankees will have the second game of these seven games, four against the Rays, three against the Red Sox, but number two against the Rays tomorrow night at the stadium, and we'll be here, Bob. He just spoke to the media. Let's hear what Garcia had to say. Katie, Aaron Boone just said that this afternoon was a bit of a grind for you. How would you describe this afternoon? Maybe in dimension, no, that the salida de hoy fue una salida en la que tuviste que batallar. La entiende que sí, que ese fue el tipo de salida como un tipo de salida de hoy. Yeah, exactly that. You know, it was the outing. Um, it was a grind for me today. You know, um, good thing is, you know, I'm healthy out there and I'm trying to compete. Uh, but yeah, it was full of, of different uh, different battles uh, throughout the game. And, you know, you just got to keep fighting your way, uh, keep making little adjustments and, and try to uh, navigate. Why do you think it was a grind? What, what did you feel like you were battling? ¿Qué tú crees que fue la razón de que eh, se volvió, fue, fue tanta batalla para ti este juego? Fue pues en realidad, bueno, nosotros después que no fui tan consistente con el equipo, tan consistente con el equipo. Yo no sé, esa es una de las cosas que tengo que competir. Sí, creo que fue, you know, uh, I'm usually uh, much more consistent with my pitches uh, in the game and today that wasn't the case and that led for uh, the kind of outing I had today where you know it was a, it's a grind and in the fight. What's your level of concern with Corey Kluber? Um, I mean, always concern when a starting pitcher comes out like that. Um, you know, we'll obviously get some answers tomorrow. Um, physical exam was pretty good tonight, so we'll just, you know, instead of speculating, just hopefully get some answers tomorrow, and hopefully it's something that, you know, just some tightness that he had to deal with tonight that couldn't work through. Did you notice something as he was pitching, or was it more of, of him going to the training staff and saying, I just can't get loose? Yeah, it was more that. I mean, obviously he wasn't as sharp, and, and there were, you know, maybe a handful of pitches where, you know, were like looked like he came out of his delivery there and, you know, some misfires up where it looked like he, he, he came out of the delivery where, but it wasn't anything that we were, you know, speculating on, on him needing to come out of the game at that point. Bob Clappish, go ahead. Uh, 
and you said that there was a, I guess, a perfunctory uh, exam. A what? Um, during the game, I mean, did you guys learn anything so far, or is it still a perfunctory uh, exam during the game? Oh, yeah, he, he just, you know, had a physical exam with trainers and Dr. Ahmad and everything, so, um, yeah, so now we'll, we'll see what, what comes of tomorrow, but that was, you know, went pretty well, so. Others for Aaron. Back to Aaron. Aaron, what, what made Matt so good tonight? I thought his fastball had really good life, you know, he's and, and commanded it. Um, and then, you know, able to work the cutter in, um, you know, was able to get some strikes in there, was able to expand, and then enough secondary with his with his changeup and breaking ball too. But thought he had a good fastball and, and cutter combination tonight, and you know, really, you know, really held us down. It seemed like a couple times Urshela was really favoring his knee. Is that acting up again, or is that just what it has been? I think he wears that. I, I think he wears he wears a sleeve on it, so a lot of times he's just adjusting it. Go to Dan Martin. Uh, so, uh, Aaron, Gio wears that sleeve consistently? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, looking at the numbers, uh, Andor had uh, good numbers against Nats. Uh, was there any consideration to starting him? Or, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, definitely consideration. Um, you know, but, you know, somebody, somebody's got to sit that, you know, you know, I was considering him or Frazier or, you know, you know, Gary not in the D8, you know, all those kind of pieces that you put together, uh, kind of considered it all. Uh, back to Bob Clavish. Aaron, forgive me for asking you to speculate, but do you think it's possible that the no-hitter just took so much out of Corey physically, maybe emotionally, that he's just a little spent? Uh, I forgive you. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, he's going on his on his sixth day this time. Um, you know, for being, I mean, obviously a complete game last time. Um, you know, it was it was pretty efficient, and you know, to th I think he threw 101 pitches in that nine innings. So, um, you know, wasn't a ton of stress or or traffic or long innings for that matter and pitching on the sixth day i mean i, I don't think so but again uh, you know who, who's to say we'll see what we have tomorrow but um you know it wasn't one of those outings where you know he's got a no hitter and he's going into a dangerous you know point of the game where he's really gone somewhere that he hasn't from a pitch count standpoint from a stress pitches standpoint it's pretty in line with what he's been doing Back to Dan. Aaron Corey said that uh, it didn't seem like what he felt tonight was, was similar to what he felt last year. But given the injury history that he's coming off of, does that give you uh, an added sense of, of worry that that there is something serious to be dealt with? Well, look, anytime a starting pitcher comes out of the game, you know, because it's whatever's going on in the shoulder, you know, that's you know, you know that cause for you know concern or what's going on there you know obviously um but we'll see what we have tomorrow um and 
and then kind of get our arms around it a little bit and, and see where we're at. Yeah. Anyone else? to produce offensively because of the fact that guys like John Carlos Stanton, Luke Boyd, and Aaron Hicks are on the injured list right now? Yeah, it's tough, Meredith. You know, you want your guys in there, you know, especially Big G, Boyd, you know, Hicks. Those are a big part of our team, big part of our offense. Um, but I got a lot of faith in the guys we got, we're calling up and the guys, you know, we got, you know, in here doing the job. You know, they've been working their butt off in AAA. They're working their butt off here, you know, waiting for their opportunity. And, you know, when it comes, you got to take advantage of it. And that's what we're able to do tonight. Robbie Ray gave you a pitch down the middle of the plate. You made sure you did not miss it. Is there a different feel when you barrel up the ball the way you did and it hits off the glass in center field? Yeah. Um, you know, all night I'm just trying to get a pitch to hit. You know, uh, my first at bat, he kind of I got the 3-0 again and, you know, missed the pitch and, you know, eventually walked. And, you know, this that second at bat, I want to make sure I didn't miss it. So uh, I just wanted to, you know, put a good swing on it. and. You know, I was able to tie the game for us. Gary Sanchez has had his ups and downs offensively so far this season, but what could he mean to this lineup if he's on? Wow. I've said it for you know many years. He's one of the best hitters we got on this team. And when he's hot, there's there's nobody better in baseball. You know, he's hitting off speed pitches, fastballs, doesn't matter. And then, you know, what we get behind the plate with the cannon and you know the game column is, you know, unbelievable. So, you know, we get him hot, we get him rolling, we're gonna be uh you know, something special. Aaron, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but this team over the last couple of years has had the next man up mentality. What makes you believe that you guys have the guys to get it done moving forward? You guys are always ready. And I think that's the most important thing. You know, it doesn't matter if you're in, you know, double A, triple A, you know, sitting on the bench, you always got to be ready. You always got to be ready to produce and help the team out. And that's the type of guys we have here. You know, the guys are hungry. Guys want this opportunity. And, you know, when somebody goes down, you know, you don't want that to happen. But, you know, these guys are, you know, ready to take a job. Let's address the media post game. Let's hear what Giancarlo Stanton has to say. Hey, Giancarlo, how did your quad hold up tonight? I uh, felt good. Um, definitely tested a lot of, lot of swings, uh, some check swings. Um, didn't, didn't run too much, but uh, um, everything checked out great. How, how difficult is it when you miss 13 games to come back, step in that batter's box, and see live pitching for the first time? Uh, it, it really doesn't matter how difficult it is. I, I have to, um, if I'm being in the lineup, I gotta get, I gotta get it done. So uh, I had two opportunities to help us win this game and not have the outcome uh, of tonight, and uh, you know wouldn't even have been in a walk-off situation there. So. Um, uh, it doesn't matter how long I've been out. That, that has to be enough. What, what did you think was going on in the batter's box tonight? Um, I'm picking it up okay. Uh, I, I'd say just um, my uh, the, the in uh, in between pitches adjustments. Uh, you know, I was a little. I wasn't as fast as I usually am from being um, down a couple of weeks. So. Uh, that's it, that's it. Just the, the mental part of getting, getting back in, making a quick little adjustment and um, making sure I get the ball in play. Thank you. 
Marley Rivera, you have the next question. Giancarlo, when you first started feeling, uh, you know, your latest injury, one of the things that Boone kept telling us was that he, they wanted to, you wanted to get ahead of it. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that process when you started feeling it, when you started saying, let me, let me get ahead of this before it becomes something more serious? Um, I, I felt it in my second class at bat um, in Tampa, uh, and of course in the last at bat, and then um, I just figured usually this is something that I'll run, run myself out there and try to push through it, and then uh, I'm adding another month to this uh, simple two weeks, so um, luckily uh, it, it's worked out so far, I don't want to miss any time. And one of the things that you just said is that if I'm in the lineup, I have to contribute. But then how do you also balance the fact you do have to be patient with yourself after being out 13 games, you know, and trying to stay healthy? Uh, yeah, I understand that. Um, but at the same time, um, it's, it's, uh, it's nobody's excuse to have. Uh, the, pitcher does, the pitcher doesn't care if I've been out. Uh, the... The team, you know, the team cares, but they, it's still, I need to be in there producing, so it's nothing, uh, I, I don't take that excuse. Brendan Cuddy, you have the next question. Giancarlo, obviously you're off the IL, but is this situation something you still have to manage uh, coming back off the IL, or is it behind you? Do you feel like it's completely healed? Um, I'll have to pace out the game for uh, a little while, um, but it shouldn't be too long. All right, gang, I hope you enjoyed that audio that we played you, some different stuff. Um, Finishing up with some good insights, I think, from Michael Kay and John Flaherty talking about the problems at the bat. Um, I talked about it a little bit in the opening, but I'm going to hit some bullet points here. Um, we are not going to go over the series in Detroit because there's nothing to go over. It's embarrassing. Uh, the first time the Yankees have gotten swept in Detroit in over 20 years. Um, you know, I'm looking at the stats here, and nine out of the last 12 games, the Yankees scored two or less runs. It's the first time in 20 years that's happened. It's the first time since 1971, I'm sorry. That that's happened. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And you talk about what has to happen. I don't know what has to happen, guys. This team is not responding. Does that mean Aaron Boone's on the hot seat? I don't know. Maybe. Does hiring, does firing the 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 the, the batting coach do anything? I don't know. I don't know if it's enough high-profile thing to make a difference. Something's got to. Something's got to happen. I got to say, if we had Joe Girardi, I don't think this would be happening. I know it's easy to say that now. Joe Girardi, look, Joe Girardi was let go after coming one game short of the World Series because he, quote unquote, wasn't a player's manager, didn't handle the media the, the right way. You know what? The Yankees have enough money to hire a PR person to deal with the media. Dare I say we need a throwback manager? We need somebody to kick and scream and yell and get in these guys' faces to perform? These are kids. These are coddled, spoiled kids who don't seem to be performing and don't seem to care that they're not performing. I know Glaber went nuts throwing his glove. That was after he did. That's after he gave up two errors. Gave up, uh, you know, did two errors. 
Where's the Paul O'Neill smashing a water cooler? Judge has been the only one to show any kind of emotion. Let out a roar yesterday when he when he just missed one. And he's batting 300. The only one that's having a good year. Besides the starting pitching. It's the only position player having a good year is Aaron Judge. It's not, it's not the first month of the season anymore, guys. It's not. I mean, you're here. Look at DJ LeMayhew. I'm sorry. I love him. He's a baller. Not performing like the rest of the Yankee lineup. What is it? What's the difference? I don't know. And what has to happen? I don't know. Look, they could win the next three games against Tampa. Go take two out of three against Boston and everything will be right with the world. Something's got to give. Has Aaron Boone got to go out in the first inning and, and, and get thrown out of the game? Do something to fire up the squad? Because something's not working. And the fans aren't going to put up with it much longer. I'm sorry, guys. I, I keep raining. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on to some other topics here and hit some, some points. Um, Kluber, so we get the official word. You heard there from Aaron Boone a little bit about it. Look, Kluber's going to be out for months. I would say possibly the end of the year. I know I've heard some some people say, oh, maybe he'll back two months right right after the All-Star break, whatever. And he's got to ramp back up, guys. You know, that's assuming there's no setbacks or anything like that. So we we, we might just have to say goodbye to Kluber for the year. We took a flyer on it. You knew it was a chance. Bringing in a guy who's had the kind of injury history he's had. It was a chance to bring him in. If it worked, great. If it didn't, it's just money. It is what it is. The starting rotation's been okay. Debbie Garcia did not look good, guys. And that was against Detroit. So, you know, everybody's clamoring for Garcia to be up here, Garcia to be up here. He's not ready yet. He needs, he needs a year to pitch constantly in the minor leagues. Not having the minor leagues last year killed the Yankees and a lot of other franchises. Because that would have been a whole year this guy was throwing in the minors getting himself ready. He's not ready yet. You know, we can plug in guys. We can plug fill guys. We can do whatever we're going to do. He's not ready yet. So, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to go to the six-man rotation. It's going to be him. It might be Michael King. Michael King hasn't looked good lately either, in case you haven't noticed. These guys need a full year in the minor leagues, plain and simple. So it is what it is. Um... Luke Voigt, it looks like he's going to be out for a month, maybe two months. Okay. What are you going to do? It's a thing with him. Can't stay healthy. It's like Stanton. These guys can't stay healthy. Um, I, 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 What are you going to do? Guys, I love Voigt. I love his fiery attitude. I love his bat. If he's not in the lineup, he's no good to us. Same thing with Stanton. Stanton's got great pop. It's amazing. He was the hottest player in baseball for two weeks. Can't stay healthy. He's no good to me. He's just, he's just, he's, he's nothing. He already can't play the outfield, or they won't let him play the outfield to, to quote unquote save him. You know what? At this point, let him play the outfield. He's getting hurt anyway. Maybe playing the outfield keeps him limber, keeps him loose. Because our outfield is a joke right now. Besides Judge, uh, Brett Gardner, listen, I love Brett Gardner. Love him. Retire his number. Nah, don't retire his number. Give him a plaque. Doesn't quite re- deserve to have his number retired. Great Yankee. Great Yankee. Last of the all-time 2009 Yankees. Can't do it anymore, guys. At best. At best. He was a fourth outfielder, a fifth outfielder. Play twice a week kind of guy. Can't play every day anymore. Can't do it. He looks lost at the plate. 
He's a defensive replacement at this point. We need another outfielder. Why isn't Florio up here? Oh, oh, we need to send him down because he's got to play every day. Let him play. There's a spot here to play every day. There's a spot on the Yankees right now to play every day. Between lefty, you got Miguel and Duhar out there because he's the only one that's looked somewhat competent at the plate in left field. And I'm the one that said give Clint Frazier a chance. Go back on the show in previous episodes. You can say, I've said, I want him playing every day. I want him getting 200 at-bats. It's not working right now. It's not working. Great defensively, he's not hitting the ball lick. All he does is strike out. We're putting Miguel Andujar, who we know plays at best, at best, a below average left field just for his bat. Put Florial out there. Put Florial in center. You want to slide Gardner over to left and rotate uh, Andujar, Frazier, and Gardner through left field? I'm fine with that. Put Florial in center field. Let him play every day. You want him to play every day? There's a spot for him right now. The Yankees do not have a current active major league center fielder that can produce offensively and defensively. He's not on roster. We don't have one. We have Brett Gardner right now who is a below average, below, below average offensive player, and he is above average defensively. He's not both. So the excuse why they sent Florial down after one day was because he's, he needs to play every day. There's a spot here for him to play every day. Let's do it. Or go sign a real outfielder. Go sign somebody. Bring somebody in here that can play every day and that can hit. Because we don't have that right now on our team. I guess we can transition right into the Trevor Story situation. Uh, you know, that the rumor this week that the Yanks trade deadline or, or before the trade deadline. Maybe looking to make a move. I, okay, listen. He's a fantastic ball player. That's That's not the issue. Uh, no one's gonna. No one's going to, you know, debate whether or not the guy is incredible. You know, does that do anything? Does that shake everything up? Maybe. Maybe it does. I don't know. Here's the problem: play shortstop. Okay. Unless they know something we don't know about Luke Voigt, we don't have a DH spot open up. So play it out in your head, guys. Trevor Story comes to play shortstop. Glaber Torres moves to second. DJ LeMahieu moves to first, right? Gio stays at third. All's right with the world. What happens if Voigt comes back? Is he on the bench now? Can't be a DH. That's Stanton. Stanton doesn't play the outfield. So you don't have a spot for Luke Voigt, last year's American League home run leader. Unless he's going to be out for the rest of the year, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I, it's, it's, and does that do what we want it to do? You know, does bring bring him in do what we want him to do? just money I'm okay with that I'm okay with spending money I have no problem with that I don't care about the threshold I don't care about the salary tax quite honestly (sighs) 
batting 255 right now for Colorado. Okay. 47 hits, 12 doubles, 2 triples, 5 home runs, 23 RBIs. Not exactly tearing the cover off the ball either. So I, I don't I, I don't know if that's the answer, guys. I apologize. I was looking up his stats. They've got to do something to shake this team up. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's, you know, a fight in the dugout. Uh, one of these players stepping up. Jaron Judge, I've said this before, is not that kind of guy. He's not that locker room leader that's going to stand up and, and, and hold somebody accountable. He's a more lead-by-example kind of guy. We need a kick-ass guy in the locker room, somebody to step up and get this together. Players only meeting. Something. I don't know. Guys, I got to be very honest with you. I'm too fired up to do a mailbag question today. I did get some questions. All of them seem ridiculously irrelevant at this point. Hopefully next week we can get back to a regular-based show. Hopefully the Yankees string some wins together here and walk me off of the cliff, much like I know a bunch of you guys are. The only saving grace we have, guys, is it is only June. Okay, so if we're looking at the glass half full, it's still June. We've got plenty of time. Um, and we've got the next six games to directly impact our problem. So let's hope for a dramatic turnaround this week, and we can hopefully discuss some better Yankee news going forward next week. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys letting me vent this week. Um, I do appreciate you checking out the show every week. I appreciate your feedback. Uh, richcoreyanks at gmail.com is the email. Richcoreyanks on all the social medias. If you have anything that you want to say or you want to commiserate with a, another suffering Yankee fan at this point. But as for that, we'll talk to you next week and go Yanks. Well, he really hit the shit out of that one, didn't he? <laughs> Like yeah, and he scrambled the son of a bitch. Look at that, he hit the fucking ball. That gets a free steak. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh yeah, I'm having a blast. Good. God, sucker teed off in that like he knew I was gonna throw a fastball. He did know. How? I told him.